0: Welcome to Two Peets in a Podcast, where we will talk about child health from birth, right away through to adolescence, dealing with issues of illness, development, and everything else that is of importance. Welcome to Two Peets in a Podcast. Today is our fifth uh, podcast in our series on fever. I'm Dr. Simon Strawn, and with me is my friend and colleague, uh, Dr. Michael Platton. Hi, Mike. Hi, how are you doing? I'm all right today, thanks. That's good. So we're talking about something that um, I've seen so many times in my life, and every time I see it, I'm petrified because it's horrible. Mm. And we know that when your child fits, as a parent, it is probably the most horrible thing you'll see. So let's unpack what happens. So we know that children, when they have high fevers, can have a convulsion. Uh, let's call it a fit for if purposes it, of this.
1: And a fit can be shaking of the arms, shaking the, the the legs, rolling back of the eyes. Yeah.
0: So, so it's it's different from the rapid shaking that you get when you get kind of uh, when your fever's building. It's mm-hmm. more of a rhythmical shaking. Or in younger children, it's act, they don't even have the shake; they just mm-hmm. go stiff. Yeah.
1: The neck goes back. The eyes roll back.
0: The arms go stiff. The legs.
1: So right now, uh, Simon is busy stretching his arms. I'm through. showing
0: you. I'm here. You can't <laughs> see me, but I'm roof. showing you. I'm pretending. And and the children go blue in the mouth. And that's really scary. And if they're a bit older, then they go from that stretchy stuff, they go into the uh, 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 mm. uh, that kind of rhythm with the arms and the legs and the arms and the legs. Uh, and that means your child's having a fit. So, so, what it, so we know in that situation that it's probably from the fever. Now, let's stop there because I've given you a description of that is. Mike, could you agree fever fits in my understanding they go from six months, generally not before six months to about six, six years. years. Yeah. Some
1: people say five months to five years, six months to six yeah. years. Hey, children don't read books. Yeah. We normally accept six months to six years. Yeah. yeah. And just following on from what Simon has said, when your child has a fit, you are going to go blank. You're going to completely have no idea what to do. You don't know what's going on. Now, if that happens and you are close to a hospital, then rather, or do you agree, just take, take, just take your to the child, child to hospital so that they can check to make sure that everything is fine. Often, fever fits are there because there is a fever and there is a cause for the fever. So there are four or five things that we look for in your child to see whether it's a problem or not. In order to diagnose a fever fit, your child needs to have a fever of more than 38 degrees, but normally more than 38.5 is when it actually happens. They need to have a cause for the fever outside of the brain. So either diarrhea, vomiting, or gastro, uh, a runny nose, an ear infection, a bladder infection.
0: Yeah, the most common cause of fever fits, in fact, are your viral infections. Mm -hmm. Um, Like roseola is the most common. Like baby measles. Yeah. 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 Okay. I don't like the word baby measles. I know. Neither anyway. do I. But hey, it's, it's common. <laughs> <laughs> because it's got nothing to do with measles. It's a completely different virus. Yeah. But the the important thing here is that you need to have a fever, and you need to be sure the child doesn't have meningitis.
1: Yes. That that is our concern. Yeah. That they're having a seizure because there is an infection inside the brain.
0: Well, I think what's yeah. also important here is that, you know, since the advent of really good vaccinations, most of the common Serious causes of meningitis your child is vaccinated against. So I think that's comfort parents should hold. But certainly we do. We look for meningitis. The other thing we look for is, was the child or is the child neurologically completely normal? Mm. So fever fits are more common in children who have epilepsy and other fitting disorders. They are more common in children who have other neurological problems like cerebral palsy, for example, or some brain injury. How many, what percentage of children... Who who are otherwise completely neurotypical, let's call it, who have no other neurological problems, what percentage get fever fits, Mike?
1: Five percent, I think. Yeah. Would you agree? I think it's about five percent. And and then, then long term, if they have a fever fit, is there a long term risk for epilepsy? Okay,
0: that's right. Like a good, yeah, good question. Good question. So so most children only ever have one fit. Mm. The things that cause that that raise the risk for repeated fits. One would be where children's first fever fit was at low body temperature. Mm. No, no, that's the incorrect way. Oh. Low fever. Low fever. Yeah. Low so fever.
1: Closer to 38 than Correct. 39.
0: Correct. Yeah. Uh, it's also if there's a family history. Mm. Very, very strong. Yeah. So if strong. mom or dad or somebody else in the family had a fever fit, the child's more likely. If the child has any pre-existing or otherwise has some other neurological problem, mm. um, if the fever lasts longer than we expect. Now, there's always a question is how long? <laughs> how long is it okay to go, look, this is not going to be what we call a complex seizure? I mean, what would you say? 10 minutes, 15 minutes? That's frighteningly long.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of what so, we use. Was, yeah, I, I think our cuddle is a normal fever fit lasts for about five minutes. Correct. We are really concerned if it's more than 15 minutes. Yes. And some fever fits can be longer. We call them complex uh, fever fits. If they do have that, they might have the same type of fit going ahead if they have a fever. That's Mm. just the way that they uh, manage their fevers Mm. or how the brain reacts to the fever.
0: So I think that's important. Most of these things are going to settle down by themselves. While the child is having the fit, your child will look blue. And they may Mm -hmm. be frothing at the mouth. And that in itself is not going to cause brain damage. I think that's, that's, let's, yeah. let's, take this. The brain is not going to melt. This is really important. Because of fever, A fever will not fry your child's brain. Mm-hmm. A fever will not cause brain damage. A fever fit will not cause brain damage. A fever fit does not mean your child is going to develop epilepsy and longer term fits. Yeah. It is probably going to be a once off. Something you'll remember for the rest of your life,
1: unfortunately. (laughs) You will keep (laughs) medicine at home to prevent it. Like the fever's 38. Okay, medicine. Exactly. That's the plan. Or that's the point of this. That if your child is at risk of having fever fits, keep medicine at home. So that if they start getting a fever, you can give medication. You can give medication.
0: Because there's nothing much else you can do. That's how you treat it. If your child has a fit and your child is fitting, just turn the child onto its side. Left or right side, doesn't matter. So that if there is any saliva, or God forbid the child has a vomit, the child's not going to breathe it in, it's just going to run out the mouth because you've got the child lying on the side. Don't try and put your finger in the mouth. No spoons. No spoons in the mouth. They will not swallow their tongues. And almost always, almost always, by the time you've got the car out and you're in the car and you're heading for the hospital, the fever would have stopped by the time you get to the hospital. Mm. That's our experience. Am I?
1: The fever or the fit? Oh, the fit. The fit. The fit. Yes. The fever started. might still be there. Mm.
0: So I think, yeah. that's, I think that's really what's important is just to go, look, it's really scary. Uh, but thank, thankfully, uh, in the vast majority of children, it's not going to cause any serious damage. Mm. But it's very important that your child is checked out, especially with the first fit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that you've had a really good discussion with somebody uh, who's gone through the points that we've raised here. Yeah
1: you good with that? Yeah, I'm very good with that. Okay. Okay, give us a shout if you have any concerns or if you're worried about anything. And going forwards with fevers, if you have any questions, please give us a call. Contact us or contact your, your medical provider. We are there for you.
0: We certainly are.
1: Okay, so if your child has allowed you to, thanks for listening. Thank you.
0: Thanks for listening. If you found this of value, please be sure to sign up to our email list at www.care4kids.co.za. And that's a numeral four. And subscribe in your favorite podcast app or follow us on Facebook. At 2 Podcast. At 2 Podcast.
1: T-W-O, not the numerical two.
0: This is our disclaimer. The information we have given you in this podcast is our own personal professional opinion. We're giving it to you for your own information. Please don't use it to treat yourself or to treat anybody else. Rather, go and see your own medical healthcare provider and follow their advice.